Hey guys, the chicks here. Did you know that John Renault has evolved into the world's leading international manufacturer of wigs, hair pieces, and hair extensions? We can't say enough good things about all of their pieces. From their comfy monofilament caps to silicone napes, they have tons of options available that will fit everyone's style and budget. They offer pieces with synthetic, HD, and human hair, which comes in dozens of styles, lengths, and colors. If you have any questions about what type of John Renault piece to pick up or how to care for it, make sure you watch our Instagram Live with Emily from John Renault's education team for all the juicy wig info. Go follow them on Instagram at John Renault or visit their website to find a retailer near you. Welcome back to Those Ball Chicks. I feel wrong taking Paige's jingle, so I'm going to let her do the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Paige and Christian, as usual. And on this week's episode, we are going to talk all about regressing in your alopecia journey and why it's perfectly okay to do so. I feel like this topic out of any is very important. I see people talking about having bad days, but I don't think people have fully talked about completely regressing in your alopecia journey. Yep. I, I feel like that is a big topic of conversation just because it's a tough one to talk about. Oh, yeah. And I could see myself not wanting to talk about it because I don't want people saying, oh, like, well, then why are you posting on social media about this and blah, 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 this and that. And I'm like, social media is the smallest portion of your life, literally two second snippet of your life and what you're going through. So if you see someone having the best time of their life on social media, you don't get 99% of their life other exactly, than a picture right? you see. No. Um, yeah, no way. I think it's important to talk about too is online presence versus, you know, in person and what you deal with in life because it looks like I'm very confident online, but in person I deal with chronic depression. I deal with days where I don't get out of bed or I don't want to get out of bed and I don't want to talk to anybody. And a huge part of that is alopecia. I know it's like, what's the saying? Beating a dead horse because we talk about the tough subjects a lot. I just think it's important to talk about this one just because we all go through it, even if we don't talk about it. Exactly. Even if, even if there's people walking out in public bald, they still go through it. There's still days where weeks, months, years, where they don't want to talk about their alopecia. They don't want to talk about their baldness. They want to throw in a hat, a wig, and not think about it for a day not talk about it, not post about it. They want to pretend like they don't have alopecia and that's okay. That was me for 19 literal years where I was like, nope, I'm just going to hide under this wig. We are not going to talk about it. If somebody says like, you have nice hair, thank you. Good day. Walk away. <laughs> I think it was for me, it was probably the summer that my confidence about alopecia just started to just go backwards. I started to wear wigs more and it wasn't in public. I always wear wigs in public because I just don't want to, I hate people and I don't want people to say anything. So I just want to go in public, do my thing, not have people say anything because being a woman in general and men just being annoying and creepy, <laughs> put in part uh -huh. of it, you don't have hair on your head and you just don't want the attention. So I noticed that I started wearing wigs in situations that I should have been comfortable in i.e. my own home and around Damon and around my parents. And I noticed that I started wearing wigs when we were literally sitting on the couch watching a movie. And I remember one day looking at him and going, have you noticed that I've been wearing wigs a lot more? And he goes, yeah, I haven't really seen you not wear a wig lately. Like the only time is when you go to bed. 
And I'm like, oh, I should probably dive into that and see <laughs> see why I'm doing that. And then I started talking to, you know, my mom and I started talking to Damon. And I started thinking, holy crap, I am totally going backwards in my alopecia journey. You know, like even during that time, I wasn't even posting about, you know, balding or, you know, my alopecia. I was just, it was like my wigs and what I was doing during the summer and this and that. And I noticed that I just did not want to talk about it. I didn't want to realize it. I didn't want to think about it. And the main reason why is because my bald spots started to show up on the side of my head where I could see them. And my bald spots were normally in the back of my head and I couldn't ever see them. So I was like, look at my hairline. My hairline's great. And you can't really tell that I'm balding. And then my spots just started to turn over on my sides. It became more noticeable for me every time I looked in the mirror and I just started hating it all over again and hating my appearance. I started gaining weight. Like it got really bad. My depression just skyrocketed. And I was like, oh my God, can I really do this for the rest of my life? Do I really want to be balding for the rest of my life? And it just went downhill from there. Especially considering how unpredictable it is. Like, you know, anytime that I talk to somebody about what alopecia is or my experience with it, one of the immediate first or like very first questions they ask are, well, are you going to get it back? I'm like, I don't know. I hope so, but I have no idea. And I think I still have a hard time coming to terms with that, that there's a possibility that it won't ever. So it's just, <sighs> I was going to say, like, you just kind of have that realization of, oh, so I'm just, there's spurts where I'm like, oh, I love, you know, changing my hair color and uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. But then there's situations where I'm sitting there like, I just want hair on my head again. I miss having hair and just being able to walk out of the door. Or run my fingers through it or put it in a bun or like wash it as weird yep. as that sounds. Yep. I don't know about you guys, but I have dreams all the time that I am washing it. I'm straightening it. And that's all the dream is. It's not like I have a full head of hair and it's like, I'm you know, it's almost phantom memory or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. I remember I had a dream of me literally just doing stuff to my hair. And then I woke up and looked at all old pictures of my bio hair because I was like, yeah. I need to see it again or, or, or imagine it again, because I woke up like, holy shit, that was the weirdest dream ever. I was literally just playing with my hair. And it's like, you can feel it though. It's not yeah. just like, you can almost like feel it like in your hands. It's the weirdest thing. Yep it sucks. I feel like it's really important to talk about in the sense of like, it's okay. You don't have to always be pushing forward. Exactly. It's, right. It's like, not, yeah, yeah. It's not important to always push forward because one in life in general, that's not possible to always be pushing mm-hmm. forward and being happy. There it's are people realistic. out there that, yeah, there are people out there. Maybe I am jealous of you, whoever you are, but I feel like most people that have reached out to me or wanted to talk to me about it. A lot of the times are people that have dealt with alopecia before and it's starting again or getting worse. And, you know, they went through a period where they were like, okay with it. And then it got worse. So now they're regressing. That's me. A hundred percent me written all over it. Literally today, before we started recording, I looked in the mirror and I was like, no, is that another ball spot? There's no freaking way. Yep. Brand new, like as big as a quarter. And I'm like, what? I'm not even doing anything to make this worse. So I I don't understand what's going on because my hair is just 
getting worse and worse and my eyebrows starting to thin out and I'm freaking out every day. <laughs> so I feel micro like- shading page, micro yeah, shading. For yeah. real. The microblading was a game changer for me. Can I ask though, like you recently shaved your head, like you bicked your head. So did that yeah. help at all? Yes, but my it's, this is why my alopecia is so frustrating. My hair grows fast. So does mine. Like my yeah. look at yeah. that. <laughs> I yeah, just I shaved this just the it. day after you did. And this is already like Yep. I have a full hairline again. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that took me like an hour and a half to shave, to bick my head the first time. So I can't do this every day. That was a process, by the way. Wait, an hour and a half? Wait, what? What? I used a brand new razor and I was okay, terrified so to nick my head. Careful. I have a lot of hair on this side. <laughs> so oh. this side was like easy. This is like no hair over here. But this side I have hair and I was so scared because I would shave it, like I shaved it down to one and then I started bicking it. And when I started bicking it, it was getting caught on all my hairs. Cause it's so I coarse. Was, yep. Like, oh no, this is freaking me out. So I, I really took my time with that. When you did it, what did you use as your like shaving cream? That's what I was just going to ask. Leg shaving cream. Okay. Grab some like face shaving cream for men. Or it is the oh. bomb. I would do unscented though, because it's going to yeah. hurt like hell. Oh yeah. I'm or, super sensitive, so. Yeah. I There's actually, a Nibia sensitive and it's like a, and you get the big like poof of white and then you can yep. put it all over yeah. your head. I find that makes it go through my hair way easier. I weirdly use Johnson's baby shampoo because I don't have a lot of hair. Yeah. So it's a lot of like white peach fuzz hair and then the thick black or really dark. But I wash my head with the shampoo because you still get buildup. Like you yeah. still get like the, you know, what would go into your roots and stuff. So I wash it really well first. And then I take a little bit more and I lather it on my head basically. And then that's what I use to shave my head. So, oh, okay. I'll check those things out. I will just give you a little bit smoother. Yeah. Yes. For like a day and a half since that's how quick my hair on my head started growing. It helped because I couldn't really see my bald spots. Like truly, I couldn't yeah. really see them. They just kind of blended in to my shaved head, like completely big head. But then my hair started growing back and that's when I noticed new bald spots. And I'm like, okay, you know what? (laughs) Do you see like what the, what some of the men do for their hair? They get it tattooed in there. Would you ever do something like that? Like you could do your whole head and then the bald spots wouldn't bother you. No, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. No. I think I remember someone talking about getting that done and I was like, the amount of time, that's also very expensive, like Probably, really yeah. expensive, like thousands of dollars. And I'm like, I, oh God. if somebody did it for free, maybe I'd try it out. But also, I don't think I would want to go through that pain. I feel like no, I've had so many injections, injections mm-hmm. in my head that I don't want that pain on my scalp anymore, unless I'm getting a cool ass tattoo. That's a different story. Right. But like, I feel making hair substitutions or whatever, like dots would take infinitely longer than somebody who has a professional tattoo artist that is good, especially if they're quick, quick anyway, not just on your head, but like, ugh. It's also crazy to look at pictures of when you were rocking your bald, however you're rocking your bald. Like there's moments where I feel like I did when I bicked my head, where I was taking pictures of myself because I've never seen myself with a bicked head where I was bald. I just started bald. I literally- <laughs> You looked so beautiful. Like you I- were- glowing. I couldn't believe that I liked my head. I was looking at those pictures and I was like, I had an audible, like, holy shit. 
Like I, I couldn't, I feel like in my head, I've had super short hair, but there is a difference and people maybe not, not realize this, but there's a difference between having a one guard and literally bicking your head. That's, that's like a whole nother step to take. Yeah, um, it's huge. People, people don't yeah. realize that because then it's like somebody actually messaged me and said, I hope this doesn't come off weird, but seeing your head like that made me happy that you looked more like me because they're they were bald like fully bald. Oh, oh that's so sweet. and I was like what it's <laughs> <laughs> just like oh my god I was a mess but I have a picture Damon loves this picture I think I'm gonna show you guys I have a picture of me when I was taking those pictures because I was like oh my god I can't believe I like this where I started bawling <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Oh. Okay, can I just ask why are you so freaking cute when you when you cry? For real like, though, like, look, at that. Like a, look at you! You're adorable. I'm only laughing because you're laughing. It's not funny. Like, I'm oh sorry. My I had to god. show that. I showed Damon that, and he was like, like, I wasn't oh. laughing until you started laughing, and I'm like, why is she laughing? This isn't funny. I was also, upset. she's adorable. Like Paige, yeah. seriously, why are you so cute when you I, cry? I look I, like the ugliest mess ever. And you're just like adorable. Trust no, me, I'm not. Everything I've I seen you swollen. post when you're tearing up, you're cute as a button. Uh, I don't think so. I'm like, I get swollen. <laughs> uh, I literally like puff. I puff up. My eyes get swollen. Everything sucks. But anyways, back to it. It was hard for me to post that. I know that sounds weird because I'm very open on social media, but that was vulnerable for me. That's a different step though. Yeah. Like I wanted to post about it just because it was like, hey, I didn't realize that this was such a big step, but hey, with this helped with my regression of alopecia. This actually put one foot in front of the other because I was in a dark place with my alopecia for a while, which is crazy because it doesn't look like that, but you don't see me on the outside world. So yeah. I don't know. I feel like people need to realize that what you see on social media is not that person's life. Absolutely not. At and all. alopecia is a roller coaster, regardless of anything that you're doing. And it's interesting because one person can say something to you and totally change your whole perspective about alopecia again. It's just crazy to me. It's crazy to me that person that reached out to you, Paige, that said, you know, like, I'm happy because you now look like me or like there's somebody else that looked like me. I'm almost like blown away and shocked that we are now those people to other people. You know, like look back yeah. however many episodes ago where we were talking about Christy Valdeseri and talking to her like, oh, I have finally somebody have that looks like me on TV or representing or whatever. And I'm like, yep, holy shit, we're those people for other people now. What the hell? That's why I think a huge thanks from me is because of the hair loss community, because yep. I wouldn't have posted that a couple of months back because that was super vulnerable. I think I even mentioned like, I'm sorry if this is sharing too much, but I feel like this was important to share because I thought I was over the certain steps of my baldness because I had it for so long and I've been public about it. But then I realized, holy shit, I don't think I've, I've gone through all the steps yet because I have brand new ones that didn't even think we're a thing. You know what I mean? I think that, you know, it's never an A to B to C journey. It's, oh, this is another hurdle that I never thought I would have to worry about. You know, like take me, for example, I talked very early on in a very early episode that like when this all started, one of my biggest fears was that I had to wear a wig for my wedding. It lightly bothers me still. Even went from like, oh my God, this is the worst thing. I hope it comes back before this to, oh, well, 
And now it's kind of like, oh, well, it still kind of sucks. It's okay that, you know, things pop up and you go backwards. And if you go backwards, you go backwards. It's okay. Well, I think to add on to that, this summer, the first thing I wanted to be like, okay, I'm going to go out into the public bald. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay with this. So I forced myself to go to the car. I forced myself to sit at my friend's house bald, everything. And then I got home and I was like, you know what? Yes, I did it. I'm proud of myself for doing it, but I'm not there yet. I'm not at the point where I want to go out bald. So you know what? That's okay for me. If I'm okay with going on walks with head wraps or toques and no wigs, big step, huge step. If you're, you know, still not okay without going with a wig on, you know what? That's okay. You can be wherever you want to be in your journey. If it's right for you and it feels right for you and you're not forcing this onto yourself, then that is how you show up for other people. And I'll speak about it all the time. Like, I mean, I come on these podcasts and speak about it. I'll tell people at work that I have it, but it's still very hard for me to just show up in person bald. And I think, you know, that's okay. But it also took me a while to get to that stage to know that that was okay. Yep. I was going to say the same thing. It's important for us to talk about, but also you know, individually to talk about it too, because there's going to be a lot of people that don't hear our podcast that need to hear this. So not just putting it out on the podcast, but, you know, talking about it on your own personal time or to your friends or on your social media or wherever it is, because I think it's important for you to, if you're comfortable enough to open up that doorway for people to walk through because I feel like it would have been super helpful for me to see that. And I didn't when I was going through my journey. So when I posted about regressing about it, there were a lot of people that commented. And I think it was important to kind of like go over what people commented to where they said, I'm going through this at the moment too. Four months ago when my hair fell out, I was owning it. Now I feel completely the opposite It's super hard to stay strong all the time. I'm trying to just take each day as it comes and not put too much pressure on myself because after all, hair loss can be so scary and makes you question who you are. It's okay to have bad times. And the amount of people that feel that in the hair loss community every day, even the accounts that have tons of followers that are confident in every post, that are going out bald, that are literally live their lives bald and don't wear wigs. And those people have those days too. Like Oh, 1000%. If you think they're not having those days, then you're very wrong because they are. And I mean, you know, with all the bald groups that we're in, we have some of those people in those groups with us and they, they have the same struggles, you know, like it's, it's hard for them if they're having an off day to show up as bald. So they'll throw a wig on. I think one of the toughest parts for me too with alopecia is you meet an online community, which is phenomenal. You have people to talk to that, you know, have the same experiences you do and they vent to you and you vent to them. I think the hardest part about that though, is that most of the people are in different states. They're not in the same state you live in. They're not right next door where you could just pop on over to talk to them. You have to talk to them through a screen. And I think that might be a little bit hard for people too, because it's really nice to talk to people that deal with what you're going through in person. It's crazy how you, you can walk into somebody else's house and see their wigs on display or see them pop off their wig. And you're like, oh, I feel completely comfortable with myself here. Like you feel, you feel at home almost. So I think it's important to try and find support groups in person where you live. 
I know I have one. I get emails about it all the time. It's pretty close to where I live, which I should probably go back because I haven't seen those people in a very long time. <laughs> I just kind of like went once and I was like, see, you, never come back. No, well, also just, COVID happened. It's yeah, not like you can yeah. do it in person. It was like years and years ago too. And it was just a bunch of older people. I'm like, you don't understand what I'm going through. Bye. <laughs> I think it's also important if you can safely go see someone in person too, whether it be a support group or whether it be a therapist or what, whatever in person is always so great too. So if you have the means, please do. I also fully condone therapy in general because I see a therapist once a week and I don't necessarily always just talk about the hair loss. Sometimes we will talk about, well, you know, how did this feel hardly whatever. And then like Two sessions later, I'll be talking about something completely unrelated. And she was like, oh, do you think that's because you, when you lost your hair? And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So while you think they may not understand, they might, they might not, but like at the very least, you know, they're professionals for a reason. They are able to help you talking through that. Sometimes even just talking about it is therapeutic enough. Like I know for me, like anytime we record, I'm like, thank God, because I need to just talk about stuff. I need to get this out in the universe or whatever. So please don't be afraid to seek help. They are not going to judge you. It's going to feel a little weird the first or second time, but I promise it's so worth it. Yep. And I was going to say too, I think the biggest thing to unlearn when you step foot into the hair loss community, which I saw myself a couple of times doing this is don't pressure yourself to do something that you're not ready to do. If you're not ready to post about it, tell people about it. If you're not ready to show your head, if you're not ready to show your patches, if you don't even want to talk about it and just keep your life about your life and not anything revolving around alopecia, you're allowed to do that. You don't have to publicly tell people about your alopecia if it makes your life easier. Oh, exactly. Right. Like that's not how, you know, you need to accept this, right? Like you need to find what works for you. And if that's posting it on social media, then that's posting it on social media. But if it isn't, then, you know, keep it to yourself and find an outlet for it. I was going to say too, with like social media, seeing everybody else's posts and, and journeys and how how well they're doing and everything, it can be a lot of pressure on yourself just because you're like, oh God, am I not doing enough? Or should I talk about that for this person to, you know, understand what I'm going through? Or, you know, since I have Ariata for those Ariata folks, am I bald enough? A weird part about it that I caught myself doing, which I stopped now is, am I showing enough of my baldness? Because a lot of my baldness was in the back of my head and you couldn't tell that I was balding. So I was scared that people were like, wait, she's not balding. Like, what is she talking about? She, she doesn't really have that many bald spots. So I caught myself showing my bald spots more. So people realized that I was going through it too. And I'm like, well, that's effed up like I need to stop doing that (laughs) it's like you need to prove that you're actually balding yep so I think it's just important to not fall into that because that's just society in general I mean everything seems like it's you have to compare yourself to others and it's just not healthy so you definitely should take your time and your own process and journey. So we'll we'll keep saying that because it's super important. Yes. Oh, exactly. And you know, the other thing is, is you can unfollow an account that makes you feel uncomfortable about yourself. Like if it's too much for you, unfollow your mental health the most. That is so important. I didn't even think about saying that. That's the biggest takeaway today, I think. 100%. If somebody is too far in their journey, like passing you and you feel oh my god I need to catch up it's not the right account to follow it 
you can be happy for them, but you can also not follow them and it's still totally fine. It doesn't show up in your feed every day Absolutely. and remind you and like, you know, affect your mental health. Just mm-hmm. click that little unfollow button. Nobody's yep. going to care. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was going to say that I think Paige and Buxh, probably both of you said it earlier, just because we are posting pictures of our baldness and like, it's okay to be bald. Doesn't mean you have to completely honest. I don't know that I ever have, or ever would post a bald picture of myself until I met you guys, until yeah. I started talking to you guys and had that confidence to actually do so. I honestly think it was probably you Paige, that gave me the confidence to do that because you did it before I did. So I'm like, Oh, if you know, Paige does it, it's okay. And for me that worked, but if you're not sure, don't do it or sit on it. Yeah. Keep it in your drafts. Yep. Look at it almost like uh, what they tell you to do, you know, for your first tattoo, like print out a picture of something like it and look at it every day to make sure you actually still want it. Just think about it. I think that's important to that. What Amanda just said too, is drafting what you're thinking about posting will save a lot of your worry because you get it out of your head. I can't even, I wish I could screenshot and show you the drafts that I have of things that I'm like, Ooh, I kind of want to talk about this, but I don't feel comfortable enough talking about it's in my drafts. It's there if I need it, or if I need to look over it, it's almost like a weird therapy thing that I do too, where I'm like, Oh, I love this post, but that is very personal. So maybe I'll just type it out. It probably feels like a diary. Yes. (laughs) Literal. I'm like, oh, so a diary. With pictures. Yeah, exactly. With pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because I feel like I haven't said anything like that because I'm like, oh, is that weird? Like, is it weird that I've been doing that? But I think it's important to let people know, like, you don't have to talk about everything. If you feel pressured to do it, then you shouldn't do it because- If you want to do it and you're like, oh, I absolutely want to talk about this. Like there's a difference between, I mean, we all three have been like, oh, we need to talk about this topic because this is a problem that we've seen, blah, 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 Uh this and that. So we will fully feel like, oh, this is absolutely going out as soon as possible. I don't care. But then there's subjects where I've literally just thought to myself and I'm like, ooh, will people take this the wrong way? Or am I the only one that feels this way? Or probably not, but that's just how my brain works sometimes. And I'll draft it. Maybe that's just my little journal. <laughs> my I little, love it. Little I alopecia love it. journal. But yeah. Alopecia journal on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Take your time. <laughs> Don't feel pressured. Love yourself because you're perfect the way you are. Exactly. <laughs> you were made specifically the way you were and just own it because yeah. All right. Our little chick bit of the day is 75% of the U.S.'s cherries comes from Michigan. <gasps> which, woo, is, woo. <laughs> which is so crazy that you guys found this because I didn't think it was that big. It's actually a place called uh, Traverse City in Michigan, and they're known for their cherries. People will fly to Traverse City, Michigan and get their cherry pies. So that's, that's really wild. Insane. They have like a whole festival about it. They got cherry wine, cherry sauce, <gasps> syrup, cherry wine. chocolate, mm. everything and anything you can get there. And it's all made from the cherry trees. So it's just- that sounds way more fun because Pittsburgh is pickle fest. I love pickles. Ooh. I would. Oh, love- it's my worst nightmare. Oh, oh, a deep fried pickle though. Damn. Literally. I'm not even joking. Literally everything you can think of pickle flavored. They've got it. Just pickles. Pickles everywhere. There's some weird stuff like pickle potato chips. Nothing. 100%. All of that exists. Dill pickle potato chips. There is so much pickle smell. You don't like those? I hate pickles, period. Anything pickle. I don't even like dill. You can can catch me slurping on some pickles in my kitchen (laughs) like all the time. I love pickles. But yeah, you don't like dill pickle chips. 
This is some odd to me, Paige. Oh, wait, some no, 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 me. the actual dill pickle. Yeah. Pickle? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But there's like potato chips that are. No, no, that, that's what I mean. The dill pickle chair, like the Lay's dill pickles. No. You don't like those? Oh, yeah, my gosh. Absolutely okay. Not. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, if you want to get a hold of us, email us at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. Don't forget about subscribing to our YouTube where you'll get to watch our video episodes and see our weird faces and all that jazz. All of the links to everything you need is in our direct me, which you'll be able to find in this episode's description. Until next time, guys, bald pack out.